Hey, Chicago West. Um, I'm Danielle Kelly with Angela Cryer. And we're back with another episode of Digging Deeper. This is a special edition on Faith Foundations. And last week, um, well, yesterday, <laughs> we, I need to stop laughing in the beginning. I always end up cracking up about something. But we, um, Pastor John talked about the doctrine of the Holy Spirit. So I'm just going to open us up in prayer and then we're going to jump right into it. Lord, thank you so much for our Bible study. Uh, We're studying the different doctrines. Lord, we're learning so much and it's challenging us to understand what we truly believe and and wrestle with that. And Lord, we also thank you for the opportunity that we get to meet with other believers and people in our church um, on Wednesdays. And we just pray, Holy Spirit, that you would move in our discussion about you, Mm -hmm. that you would reveal yourself to those who have yet to understand who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and we thank you for guiding us and being comfort. And we lift these things up to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay. So, um, again, Faith Foundations, for those that don't know, is a Bible study that Pastor John has been doing on the doctrine, different doctrines of our faith. And um, it's on Wednesdays. I'll have the link um, below on the last one that he did. Um, and so we're going to go ahead and do the doctrine of the Holy Spirit. And he talked about um, representations of the Holy Spirit in scripture. Angie, can you just name those six different ways that the Holy Spirit is, re- uh, ways he is represented? He is represented as clothing in Luke, in Luke 24 and 49. He's represented as, as a dog in Matthew 3, 16 and Mark 1, 1 and 10. He's represented as fire in Acts 2 and 3, oil in Zechariah 4, 1 uh, 1 through 14. He's represented as water in John 4, 14, 7, 37 through 39, and wind, John 3 and 8. Yes, and then he said, for the doctrinal teaching, the Holy Spirit is fully God. He is a um, a personal being just as God the Father and and the Son. And the work of the Holy Spirit is to manifest the active presence of God in the world, and especially in the church. And that was so important. Mm -hmm. You talk about how so many people refer to the Holy Spirit as an it. Mm -hmm. Um, So how we're going to do this, we're going to like quickly go through um, his points. You need to watch the whole thing when I'm going to give you the full um, breakdown. And then we're just going to jump into the questions. Okay. So he said, the first section he talked about is the works of the Holy Spirit. And he talked about theophanies. Mm-hmm. And that's the presence of God. A theophany is a visible manifestation um, or appearance of God to humanity. So some of the examples that he gave is the burning bush in Exodus chapter 3, verse uh, 1 and through 6. The birth of Samson. Um Abraham, where um, God, the theophany, he uh, uh, appeared when he talked to him about, he was going to have, um, was he the child? The child, okay, about Sarah, okay. About Sarah. Um, Jacob, when he wrestled with the man, he talked about God leading um, the Israelites a cloud by day and a fire by night. Yes. And then he goes into... Um, how the Holy Spirit is active in creation, or he said the Spirit of God was moving over the face of the waters. So I know I re- when he said it, I just ah, 
There's a song. I just thought about it when you say that. Um, we're gonna. It's like the spirit of um. It's moving over the waters. Rest on. Yeah, yeah. That's our um, maverick. Yes, that's I thought of that too. Yes. Um, and so that was from Genesis chapter one, verse two. And then he says, um, the Holy Spirit gives physical life. That one right there, Angie. I want to just talk about that for a second. Because I, that, that was something new for me. That was new for me. Yes. Where he um, talked about Psalm 104, verse 30. When you send forth your spirit, they were created. Mm-hmm. And he talked about um, the Holy Spirit. Uh, it, I understood this part, how Jesus was conceived by the Holy Spirit in Mary's womb. But I don't, I just didn't equate that with the Holy Spirit giving physical life. What were your thoughts on that? I thought about um, the scripture that says, it's in Romans, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. And I think about life, like he raised Christ from the dead. Mm-hmm. So that, that life is, mm-hmm. that life, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what I thought about. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He gives spiritual life. That's um, from John chapter three, verse five and six. And then um, he empowers people for service. Oh, let's talk about this. Okay, Angie, can you give the examples? Okay. And and talk to me, give the examples and then I have a a question. I'm struggling So here's an example. He empowered Joshua with leadership, leadership skills and wisdom. According to Numbers 27 and 18 and Deuteronomy um, 34 and 9. Is that Deuteronomy? Yeah, he messed up. Type it. Emp- he empowered the uh, the judges to deliver Israel from their oppressors. And that's Judges 310 and 6 through 34, 11 and 29 and 13 through 35. Uh, when David was anointed as king, the spirit of the Lord came mightily upon David from that day forward. Oh. First Samuel 16 and 13, he gave people ability and skill to do construction and crafts, craftsmanship. And we read um, Exodus 31, 1 through 6. He empowered Jesus for service. John 1 and 32. Um, and then baptism in Luke 4 and 1. Yes. So which one of these examples of how the Holy Spirit empowered people in the Old Testament surprised you or encouraged you uh why don't you answer that first let me think about it yeah so uh, for me he read exodus um 31 1 through 6 and he talked about uh bezalel who i'm gonna just read the scripture it says the lord said to moses see i have called by name bezalel the son of your uri you're right. Son of her in the tribe of Judah. And I have filled him with the spirit of God, with ability and intelligence, with knowledge and all craftsmanship to devise artistic designs, to work in gold, silver, and bronze and cutting for setting and in carving wood to work in every craft. So that one right there really, um, surprised me i knew about that passage but realizing the holy spirit empowers people to do artistic things um 
really intricate, fine things, works of art. Yeah. Which is so interesting because we're, <laughs> we're right here that sometimes I'm not realizing that if I'm doing something crafty or, or even writing, that the Holy Spirit is empowered, could possibly be empowering me through that. So I thought that was really encouraging and I hope it encouraged people who have an art, uh, a, a gifting of craftsmanship yes. and art, um, artistry because you can see it. Some people are just like, how did they create that? It's from the Tony? Yes, Tony Rupert is yeah. that. I, I thought but, about her. Yeah. Um, so what when I was reading through this, what really stuck out to me is uh, number three. When David was anointed king, the spirit of the Lord came mightily upon David from that day forward. That's found in First Samuel 16 and 13. So as if I'm remembering correctly, Samuel anointed him as king when he was a teenager. Yes. And it was like right after that, he he um he slayed Goliath. <laughs> Like, like it was like God was with him literally wow. from that time. And and you don't really think about that. You're like, man, God got, he has so much favor on him. But really the spirit of the Lord was upon him. Was God. upon him, yes. And, yes. I, and I never like, I never really realized that. I always diminished the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like they didn't have the Holy Spirit. So that's why the Israelites did this, but really they was being led by the Holy Spirit. Yeah, and it's like in those incidents where he talked about the spirit would come and then go, mm -hmm. which really encouraged me because as believers, the spirit comes and stays. Right. It does not leave us um, as orphans. As Jesus said, he was, Jesus said, I'm not going to leave you as orphans. I'm going to give you my spirit. Yeah. You know what else was surprising? The next one, the Holy Spirit was prophesied about. Now that one right there, I was like, wait a minute. I knew about Jesus being prophesied. Yeah. But in um, Joel chapter 2, verse 28, it says, And it shall come to pass afterwards that I will pour out my spirit with all flesh. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy, and your men, your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. And the spirit would also anoint the Messiah. And he said, uh, Isaiah chapter 11, verse 2 through 3, and the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him in the spirit of wisdom and understanding and the spirit of counsel and might and the spirit of knowledge and fear of the Lord and his delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Did you know that? Uh, I didn't. I, I mean, this the scripture that's in Joel, I'm, you know, I've heard it all my saved life, but I never really thought about it as it being a prophet prophecy about the spirit right 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 yes so mm -hmm. and then he went into saying um the holy spirit inspired the writings of scripture he guided and protected the people of god he has a personality he can be grieved he can be blasphemed he can be resisted mm. he can be lied to and he says he assists the christ follower in this world and um, he said the spirit indwells, which I mentioned. Um, he gave John chapter 14, verse 16 through 17. Um, he also mentioned um, the contrast with we have the spirit of, of the Holy Spirit in us. But then he showed how in 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 4. Um, can you read that verse? Yeah. In 1 Samuel 16 and 14, it says, Now the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul. And a harmful spirit from the Lord 
tormented him. Yes. From the Lord. Yeah. From the Lord, right? So that was that contrast of yeah. how in, for the, the spirit indwelling us, and according to John 14, verse 16 and 17, it's permanently. Yeah. Spirit is permanently indwelling us. But in the Old Testament, it's that come and go. It departed from Saul. Yeah. Oh, he the spirit seals us. Yeah. That's encouraging. The spirit teaches us, testifies. The spirit guides. And the spirit convicts. Mm. The spirit intercedes. Oh, that was good. Can you read that part? The verse um, in Romans chapter 8. Yeah, verse 16 is here. Likewise, the spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we are. But the spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. Man, that was such an encouragement. Maybe um, because it was like when when I don't know how to pray, um, I know that the Holy Spirit is groaning. Mm-hmm. Oh man, how did that encourage you, Angie? That 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 really encouraged me because I I can remember times like times in my life interceding and not really understanding what was even coming out of me the groans or just the like i know people always use this scripture as like this like you pray you pray in tongues and then this is what it means but but honestly i don't really think that's what it means i really i I really think that sometimes we don't understand especially when we interceded for something very deep and we just moaning and crying or uh we travailing Sometimes we, sometimes the Holy Spirit leads us into a place of travail in the spirit, really like, um, like a woman that is, that is pregnant, that is in, that is in labor. And you, and that's, and that's, it's like, it's like a time of prayer where you really in labor and you laboring and you laboring, but you don't really know like the depth. The Holy Spirit is doing it through you. He's praying through you. Wow. I just, when you were talking, it's thinking of like the Holy Spirit travailing for us. Yes. And yeah, that, that came to mind. Wow. Okay. And he said the spirit commands. Mm-hmm. He went into how the Holy Spirit, he gives gifts to the church. And then he made um, a distinction between gifts and talent. Ooh. And how a spiritual gift is not the same as a natural talent. A natural talent is the ability that a person may have been born with and develops, whereas a spiritual gift is given supernaturally by God at the moment of conversion. And now this, y'all, it was like crickets up in here, the next part. When he was going through the spiritual gifts and offices, <laughs> I am not even gonna try to recap it. Go back and watch Please it. Do. Um, but it was it was good. And then he lists all after he went through the different offices, he went through the gifts that the Holy Spirit gives. So that is our recap, but we are going to go into some questions that um, will give you an idea of what it's like to be in our group discussions afterwards. So Angie, in the past, has it been hard for you to think of the Holy Spirit as a person rather than simply as a presence or a force? Um, I think because when I first got saved, I was was a part of a church that really they strongly believed in the gifts. So they, they lean more like on the gifts. And so I was taught that, you know, I can, I can talk to the Holy spirit. So in the beginning of my walk with, 
with the Lord, I talked to the Holy Spirit a lot. But then when I started learning, I think when I started learning more truth and going through stuff, it was weird because I, I stopped talking to the Holy Spirit. Like like in my in my days of being a, a new believer and just like just walking that faith in everything. Like, yeah, this Holy Spirit said do it. I did even when I, even when I wasn't even sure if it was the Holy Spirit, I'd be like, there was the Holy Spirit. I'm doing it. Like, didn't even know. But then once I go to the other side where I'm getting like all this truth. When you, when I'm getting all this truth, it's like I forgot that the spirit is the one that's is empowering. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. And I I come from the complete opposite <laughs> where I was in a, a Baptist church, which granted, granted, I'm grateful for my church upbringing that I had when I became a believer at 16, but it was like truth, truth, truth. And we talked about the Holy Spirit like this much. Yeah. It was not, um, we just didn't, I didn't fully understand mm-hmm. who he was. And I think at that time I probably would have like thought of the Holy Spirit more of, as an it, and it not as a person. Right. And then um, honestly planting Chicago West and in our friendship, yeah, I think it's such a beautiful balance because we come from the two extremes. And then Angie has helped to educate me really on the Holy Spirit. And and here's the thing: when the Holy, because the Holy Spirit is the the manifestation presence, it doesn't make sense. Like when, because it, it's like he can when he shows up, he can show up in ways that defy um, our logic. So for instance, the burning bush. Right. Like how do you explain that? Right. Um, with human logic, you can't. You can't. So when you're experiencing God's manifest presence, his Holy Spirit, it can, if you haven't been taught it, it can rub against what you think is reality and exactly. true. Exactly. So that has, that has been helpful, like, in our conversation. So n- now I find myself, I, he's not an it to me. He's very real. And when I started to understand, like, okay, the Holy Spirit is a comforter. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit is a guide. Mm-hmm. Then that informs my prayers of, yeah, Jesus can bring comfort, but I'm like, no, the Holy Spirit is comforter. That's so comforter. Holy, Holy Spirit, comfort me right now. Mm-hmm. Holy Spirit, convict me. Or if I sinned, yes, Jesus, you died on the cross for my sins, but Holy Spirit, I know I've grieved you. Yeah, so forgive me and help me to not quiet your spirit yes yeah yeah that's good um talking about quiet in the spirit has there been times in your life where you have grieved the spirit and how did you know you grieved the spirit so many times like so many times and i think i knew like you could you could it's like a conviction it's like a conviction that comes. It's a sadness that comes. It's a sadness that comes when you know, like, I got to get this right with God. Yeah. You know, you, um, especially when you, I remember when I first got saved and God had um, delivered me. To, to, he took me out of a relationship easy, that I had was there for 10 years. And so three months into my salvation, I slid on back, y'all. But it was devastating. Mm-hmm. Like, can you remember the first time you 
Yes. It's, it, it feels it like a con- condemnation. It's just like, oh my God, like, what have I done? You feel like it's the end of the world. You about to die right now. Like, that's, that's, but then over time of being saved, it's, it's it kind of, it's kind of, that the weight of that kind of diminishes. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. which kind of sucks a little bit because. Yeah. When? Yeah. Oh, I was just thinking, I don't even know if this is a, the right example. But when you were talking, ways that I'm, I'm aware that I have grieved the Holy Spirit is just when I can't hear God's voice. When he just seems to go silent on me. I'm like, why are you silent? And sometimes you haven't done anything um, yeah. where God, at, at times it may be hard to distinguish his voice. But oftentimes when I sit back and think and say, search me, Lord, and find anything offensive in me most of the time a lot of times it's sin and when that's dealt with then I'm like oh I can sense um the Holy Spirit with me more yeah I agree with that mm-hmm. I agree with yeah that. yeah um have you ever experienced the manifest presence of God the Holy Spirit before uh-huh. and so I want you to share that. And then can you remember a time in which the Holy Spirit empowered you and worked through you in a specific ministry situation? So let's deal with the first question. Have you ever experienced the manifest presence of God? You know, what? it's, it's been, it's been a, a lot of times where I've experienced, um, God, but I think like recently my experiences with people where, um, one of my gifts I know is like, even though it's not like one of the gifts in there, but one of the things that God moves on my heart to do is really intercede for people and just really go in deep. And a, and a lot of times when I do and I see that person, it's like, uh, I can, like, I will feel the presence of God like it with them yeah like I like it's it's crazy like I can be praying for somebody I'll pray for somebody that, that night and I'll see them at church or see them and bam it's like the Lord said blah 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 blah, blah. and I'll be like well it just it'll be a scripture or something mm-hmm. and bam like I the my last experience I felt the presence of God so strongly like I can't speak for the other person that my lip was like trembling. Oh, like, wow. I was like, like, I didn't even understand what was happening, what was happening, but it'll be, it'll be little things like that quite often. Quite often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Man, I think for me, I had shared this cause you were in my group yesterday. Um, as a new believer, I went to this conference called the impact movement and Priscilla Schreier was speaking. Um, and she spoke on the manifest presence of God. And when she got done speaking, I, I, I think if I could even remember if it was uh, Barnabas, she was that um, whatever passage of scripture that talks about him, it doesn't matter. She, she spoke and afterwards, y'all, the God's presence was so heavy in the room. I just remember being like kneeled down on my, on my knees and I physically could not get up. 
and people were just like praying and and it, it was one of those moments like nobody could move on it was um very clear that god the holy spirit was present and was ministering and um nothing was in his way and that that was a, a I'm like, wow, she talked about the manifest presence of God and he came um, and showed up. And that really marked marked me because even though I didn't understand, like at my church, I wasn't being really taught about the Holy Spirit. I still had that experience with him. So um, even later in my Christian walk, when I was like, sensing the Holy Spirit more, I at least had a framework with, okay. I can't explain this, but I, I've experienced it before. I've experienced him yes. um, before. I don't think I've ever experienced that before, like that type of, I don't want to though. I, so they, <laughs> I, I want to experience it again because yeah. it was, it was something, because the thing about it, it wasn't just me and my private time with God. Yeah. Because I have had times like privately where the Holy Spirit just, is he's there yeah. i mean he's always with us but manifested but the thing that was so amazing about it was the fact that it was collectively happening with yeah. a group of people yeah. where we were all experiencing it all of us all of us all of us and that's what made it extremely beautiful and i think that's what well, you know what? That's probably what happened with the uh, Asbury, Ashbury. Yeah, I was just thinking the about revival that. in um, I think it was a uh, Kentucky. Was it in Kentucky? Uh, I don't know. The um, go look it up. It's it was just a regular chapel service that they had. Uh, it didn't seem like the Holy Spirit just took over, mm-hmm. and it ended up being weeks long revival there. So, you know what? That reminds me of. So I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, and she was like, my mother was watching the sermon on a Sunday, and she said, she said, I wonder did Pastor John know it was Pentecost Sunday? He didn't. He had no clue. And I, I knew it that morning, but afterwards he said, why did somebody tell me it was Pentecost Sunday? I'm like, it's okay because the Holy Spirit is inside. Yes. So for those that, for people who weren't at church, I was upstairs um, serving in kids ministry and I came downstairs and Sam was on staff. He showed me this picture from service and it was all of these people at the altar. And I was said, what, what did that happen? He said today at service. So Angie, you were there. Talk about, I guess you did experience it collectively. I guess. Talk, talk about that. Well, it was just like right after, right after we, uh, um, Pastor John finished preaching, he prayed for us and he was like, he was like, if, if you're struggling, if you're in a storm, come to the altar. It wasn't even like, you know how sometimes at a church, they ask a couple of times, you know, a couple of people come right up, baby, the, the, it was so many people. I was all the way in the back, and I promise you, I made it to the like the second person on the altar. Like he had to say it twice. I went, I, w- I was up there, baby. <laughs> Somebody else, we were talking about it after service. Somebody was like, I was, I was on my way to the altar, and somebody bumped into me, <laughs> and she said, "Yo, sis, we trying, we going to the same spot." And it's, so it's true. Even when I watch it online, 
I saw that. Yeah. I saw it was he he said something, a few people came up, and then I saw a whole row of people just at the same time go <laughs> and start walking forward. I'm like, what was happening? The Holy Spirit was moving. Moving. Yeah. Moving. Think, okay, so let's just I want to talk about something. I think that particularly here in America, because we try to um in the United States, we're so logic and um focus like it has to make sense for us to believe it that i think that sometimes we don't experience um collectively as a a, a body the works of the holy spirit the word of the holy spirit because we we doubt and we try to uh make sense of it because i've he i've heard people from other countries experience supernatural things that it, that's not common testimony right here, right but in their context they're like yeah it's like normal it's normal um so i for me i know even on my own journey i have stopped trying to believe that um i have the mind yes i have the mind of christ but he's smarter than me <laughs> you know what it is like he is wiser than me yeah. his thoughts are higher than mine yeah. his ways are higher yeah so i cannot explain away the work of the holy spirit the move of the holy spirit mm -hmm. the way he decides to come even when we think about in acts when the holy spirit came he was like a wind and fire right, right. um what what would I would just wish I could be in the room to have had experienced that? Yeah. If that happened now, people would be like, "What is happening?" <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's just again, it's it's when we talked about the burning bush. Mm -hmm. It's out of what we could logically think of. You know, you know another thing I think about. I think about an intercessory prayer. Like, so a lot of times an intercessory prayer, even when we're praying, right? It'd be like. You'll be thinking something and I'll pray it. Or, or a lot of times he, he like, so the Holy Spirit is, is the intercessor. Like he intercedes mm -hmm. through us. Right. So he gives us things. He, in, in a place of prayer, I always, I always call prayer prophetic, especially when you, when you sitting and you listening and then you pray, it's a, it's a very prophetic thing, but I think it's, is inspired by the spirit mm. the spirit make intercession for you mm -hmm. according to the will of god mm. so i just thought about that like wow. that's, that's i don't know i know we be blown away when we in a place of prayer yes yes so let's answer this question have you um can you remember a time where the holy spirit empowered you and worked through you in a specific ministry situation Prayer. Prayer. Yeah. Like I, the, the story that I told, like having having times where where I was faithful, even when I didn't want to do it. It was just uh God's giving me giving me faithfulness in it and experiencing his blessings mm -hmm. afterward. Mm -hmm. Seeing how much seeing how much that it blessed a person, or not even just not even um having that experience with the other person, but just seeing the prayers, right? Just seeing the, the answer to prayer. Yeah. Sometimes we diminish that, the answer to prayer, right? Right. Talk about it. It's true. We, 
Man, so you know what I thought about is sometimes I've experienced being empowered in the middle of teaching. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I got this from John, Pastor John, and he got it from somebody else. But the rule he always says is when you prepare, always leave room for the Holy Ooh. Spirit. You can prepare all you want on your lesson. But when the Holy Spirit wants to move and, and truth be told, when I went back and listened to the sermon with him, he said to me, this part that I just said right here was not in my notes. There was this part where he said, if you're listening right now on your phone, if you had a miscarriage, if you had this, he was like, I did not have that in my notes. And I believe that the Holy Spirit was trying to t- comfort somebody yeah. to let them know like, okay, you might've just had this miscarriage. You might be in this hospital room, but I am with you. I am with you. So that has happened to me where I will be literally in the middle of teaching and I'm like, what is happening? Like just things will come out of my mouth that I had not prepped. And I'm just like, okay, I'm going to flow with it because I believe it's the Holy Spirit moving. So just empower me in the place of prayer. So one last question and then we're going to pray. So thinking about spiritual gifts, which one of the gifts do you have on the list um yeah which one of the gifts do you have and what have you this wasn't on here but i'm just gonna ask you like what have you learned by operating in that gift so um i think i have i ain't even talking about the tongues because i'm i agree with the tongues but exhortation i think that's um one of the ways that God has gifted me in discerning a spirit. Mm-hmm. Yep. So how have you um, experienced the Holy Spirit through using your gift? Um, what have you learned? What have I learned? Uh, let me think. I've learned that I need to be faithful in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, like, so the gift of exhortation, I think about particularly like when God, a lot of times with God and I'm going back to prayer cause that's the, that's my thing. But, um, a lot of times when, um, God gives me somebody to pray for a lot of times when I see them, it's easier for me to, to give them exhortation. Oh, okay. it's easy. Like it is, it's there. It's like, because God have already spoken to me in a place of prayer for them, you know? So just being faithful in, in, in intercession, being like that, that's not a gift on here, but it's really a grace mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. And out of that grace comes teaching out of that grace of prayer comes exhortation even out of that grace comes the prophetic mm-hmm. out of that grace comes discerning the spirit yeah but that grace to pray it, it like it helps to it helps to um to do the the actual the the actual gift of operating that gift yeah yeah and i think it's important if you don't know what your gift is, um, I actually put a little link um, below a, f- a free test that you can take. It's really important to know how the Holy Spirit has supernaturally um, 
empowered you with that gifting, sure. first of all, it's because your gift is gonna help someone else yeah. walk stronger in yeah. their faith. It's yeah. we all are helping one another out yes. in um in the body of Christ because we are a body. And it may help you with having directional where to serve yeah. and, and developing those gifts. Like I had I have the gift of teaching, but didn't even realize well, I think I I didn't realize it at first when I became a Christian. Um, I just started survey and then it became evident. Yeah. And then over the years I've been trying to develop it to to steward the gift well. Yeah. Um, because you can have the gift and just let it um you 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 cannot nurture the gift. And I think it's important to nurture the gift. So even for me, like discerning discerning the spirits is one of my gifts. Mm-hmm. And I'm thankful for it because uh, there are times where I have met people and I'm like, I have an odd feeling about this person and, and ignoring that and just quieting the Holy Spirit um, and then later finding out like, no, the Holy Spirit was revealing mm-hmm. um, through the gift of discernment because um, the discernment of, of gift, uh, spirits, I'm sorry is the unusual ability to discern truth from falsehood. Mm. Having the ability to discern and diagnose problems with a spiritual lens and identify false prophets and dom- demonic activity. So um, the particular situation that I'm thinking of is at first, I I didn't understand that my discernment had kicked in mm-hmm. until like a long time afterwards. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I get it now. Yeah, the Holy yeah. Spirit was showing. And then when I'm learning how to steward it and and how the holy spirit is empowering is through a place of prayer yeah um of going to the lord and saying okay i'm sensing this um affirm if this is true yeah. or not yes and then if he says yes it's true show me how to pray how do i pray about this situation yeah. how do i approach this yeah um so yeah so that's that's what we have um I would highly encourage you to um, watch this, the the video. And last thing you said, how do we respond to the Holy Spirit? You don't grieve him. You don't quench him. And you walk with him. So that's what we want to encourage you with today. Now, um, you close it down for you? Sure, sure. Oh, God, we thank you um, for this teaching, uh, the doctrine of the Holy Spirit, God. We thank you. Um, for just giving us teaching on um, what it's what it's like to walk with walk with um, the Holy Spirit, that the Holy Spirit is in us, that the Holy Spirit empowers us, mm-hmm. that the Holy Spirit uh, gives us uh, giftings, uh, that that even even um, you uh, the Holy Spirit empowers us to walk by the Spirit, yeah. Lord. So I just pray, Lord God, that we would truly grab hold to this teaching, that we would truly walk in and it, God, that we would truly talk to you. Mm-hmm. That we will recognize that you are a person, that we won't grieve you, that we won't quench quench you, and that we will continue to walk with you. Oh, God, you said if we walk by the Spirit, we will not fulfill the deeds of the flesh. So, Holy Spirit, would you help us? Would you empower us? In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen.
in Chicago. What's the number? You are loved.